Chapter Five of A Sweet Little Maid. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Diana Meilinger. A Sweet Little Maid by Amy Ella Blanchard. Chapter Five. Rock. Florence and Dimple, with Rubina and Celestine, were on the back porch when they heard someone whistle, and looking up, they saw Rock coming round the corner of the house. Good morning said he i am glad you have your dolls here i want to measure them why are you a tailor asked florence no he said laughing only a cabinet maker i came over with a message from my mother to mrs dallas and a message from myself to yourselves have you given mamma her message asked dimple yes said he and mine is that I want you to come to tea with me tomorrow evening, you and Florence and the dolls. Oh, the dolls! Yes, the dolls. I will come for you, if you like, at half-past four. Did Mamma say we might go? Yes, so it is all settled. Now, said Florence, we must make the dolls new frocks. Do tell us, Rock, what they ought to wear. Rock turned over the bits of stuff in Dimples's box. White, I think, said he. That daughter's stuff is pretty. Oh, yes, said Dimple, and I have a plenty of that. We can trim them with this lace, Florence, and they will look so cool and nice. Now, if Mamma only had the time to make hats for them. I'll make them hats, said Rock. You! Whoever heard of boys making hats for dolls? Did you never hear of a man milliner? asked Rock. And man dressmakers? I have. You stay here. I am going to ask her mamma for something to make them off. Isn't he a funny boy, Florence? said Dimple, as Rock disappeared. But I think he's real nice. Just hand me the scissors, won't you? Which way does this go, so or so? So, like mine, are you going to make a wide or a narrow hem? Wide, if the stuff is long enough. It isn't so easy, but it looks nicer. I wonder if Mamma will give us fresh ribbons for sashes for the dolls. It will set them off so. Here comes Rock, exclaimed Florence. And what has he in his hand? An old bonnet, I declare. Now, said Rock, if you will tell me where I can get a basin of water, I will make the hats. With water? I shall need water. Don't get up. Bubbles will get it for me. As Dimple was about to put down her work. Bubbles brought the water, and Rock began to rip the straw bonnet to pieces. Then he dampened it a little and sewed it into a shape, once in a while dampening it more to give it the right turn. Will you have a right or a narrow brim? he asked. Oh, just a between brim. Don't you say so, Florence? Isn't it going to be lovely? Did you ever? As Rock handed her a cunning little straw hat. Now for the other one, said he, and he soon had done that too. A little narrow ribbon, and one or two flowers made the hats perfect. Oh, Rock, I wish you were my brother, sighed Dimple, as she held her doll off at arm's length to admire her. Rubina, you are a darling. Blue is so becoming to her. I almost wish I had trimmed mine with blue, 
said Florence regretfully. Oh, I think pink is just as pretty, exclaimed Rock, and it is nicer not to have them both alike. Now, what are you making? asked Dimple, as Rock went on sewing straw. Baskets. Baskets for the dolls? Yes, for the dolls, or you either. Dimple put her chin in her hands, and leaned on the arm of her chair to watch him. How clever you are, she said. I wish you were my brother, really and truly, Rock. Well, we will pretend I am, said he. What shall I put in your basket, sister? They all laughed. I don't think it will hold much, but Rubina can put her work in it. See, if I pin her arm up so, she can hold it nicely. There, I must go and show it to Mamma. I'll tell her to adopt you, she called back as she ran off. Now I must clear up my scraps, said Rock, as he put the finishing touches to the other basket. Mamma says I may gather you some flowers, said Dimple, coming out again with a pair of shears in her hand. And she says you are a very nice boy, a very nice boy indeed. Rock laughed. She wouldn't think so sometimes, said he. I don't believe she wants to change children with my mother. I hope she doesn't want to, said Dimple, then added quickly. Not that I don't think your mother is real nice, Rock. But you know I am so used to mine, and she is so used to me. Of course, said Rock, laughing again. I didn't mean they would change, or even think of it. Now, let's get the flowers, said Dimple. You are to choose which you like best, Rock, she said, leading the way to the flower beds. The pansies are almost gone, but there are plenty of roses yet, and verbenas, and mignonette, and lots of things. Now, Rock, she said as they went along the paths, you are not choosing the prettiest ones at all. I believe you are picking out the mean ones on purpose. I am going to choose myself. You tell me, Florence, whenever you see a real pretty one. Florence promised, and Rock looked on, secretly pleased that they had taken the matter into their own hands. What lovely ones you have chosen, he said, as Dimple gave the bunch into his hands. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, said the girls, for the hats and the baskets and the invitation. You will be sure to be ready, he said at the gate. Yes, they cried. At half past four? Yes. Goodbye, sister. Goodbye, Florence. Going out of the sunshine. Goodbye, brother. Keep in the shade. Then they laughed and ran in. Mamma, cried Dimple. Auntie, cried Florence. Where are you? Upstairs, she answered. Up they ran. Aren't you glad Rock is such a nice boy? Did you know boys could be so nice? asked Dimple. I knew they could be, if they would. What makes Rock so gentle and kind and good? Well, you see, he lost his father when he was a very little boy, and as he had no brothers or sisters, he has been almost constantly with his mother, who is a very gentle, sweet woman. He doesn't seem silly like some boys, either said Florence. I know a boy, we call him Sissy. He's so like a girl, and he's always whining, and afraid of cold, and afraid of sun, and afraid of everything. I shouldn't like that kind of boy, Dimple said. Mamma, I call Rock my brother, and he calls me sister. 
do you said her mother smiling now it is nearly dinner-time and if i am not mistaken two little girls have left their new dolls and all their scraps and things out on the porch so we have they exclaimed and ran down to bring them in the dolls were laid away in state for the next day and at the sound of the dinner-bell the girls went into dinner since the arrival of florence dimple had not cared so much for bubbles's society and sometimes objected to her joining in their plays but bubbles by the gift of florida alabamy did not lack amusement and could be seen almost any afternoon happy with her doll she was singing oh barudalan sweet barudalan when florence called her what are you singing bubbles Beuralan answered she what does she mean dimple beulah land she does get things so twisted we are going down to the woodshed to play till mamma calls us bubbles do you want to go of course bubbles did and off they all went the woodshed was at some distance from the house out in a shady place sometimes the children took to the roof which could be reached by a ladder and it was the scene of many a bold adventure what shall we play said one to another injun suggested bubbles no indian for me since my foot was cut said dimple let's play house fire and climb from the roof by the ladder said florence no i tell you said dimple let's be cats and get on the roof and meow like they do at night they all laughed at this but finally concluded to be birds and build nests but why they should take leaves in their mouths and climb up and down the ladder no mortar could tell and indeed this proved too tedious a play and they all sat on the roof to decide what should be done next suddenly dimple cried out what is that sticking out of your pocket bubbles bubbles quickly thrust whatever it was back into her pocket and was about to get down from the roof when dimple held her pull it out florence she cried i believe it is a piece of my dotted swiss and so it was bubbles had been consumed with envy ever since rubina and celestine had been dressed in white and wanted her doll to look as well you wicked girl where did you get it asked dimple fiercely found it you didn't you've been stealing you stole it from my box that i left on the porch yesterday what were you going to do with it make a frog for florida alabamy why didn't you ask for something instead of taking what didn't belong to you bubbles was silent you told the story too when you said you found it you knew it was mine now you shall be punished don't send me to the orphan asylum said bubbles beginning to cry no i promised mamma i wouldn't say that any more but i shall do something the idea of your doing such a thing I really used to think you were nearly as nice as a white girl, Bubbles, but I never shall any more. Bubbles cried harder than ever at this. What shall I do with her, Florence? Take her doll away, suggested she. No, 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 please, Miss Dimple, I'll never do so no more, cried Bubbles. Indeed and indeed I won't. Don't take my doll away. You can whop me or anything, but don't take my doll away and she hugged it tightly, rocking herself to and fro. Dimple thought a moment, and then she said, I know we will leave her here on the roof and take the ladder away. 
then when mamma calls us to come in to dress we can put the ladder up again and she can get down this was agreed upon and bubbles was left a lofty prisoner the girls concluded to play under the big tree and became so interested that when mrs dallas called them they forgot all about bubbles and went into the house without ever putting up the ladder what am i to wear mamma asked dimple one of my white frocks i suppose yes said her mother and florence too yes florence then we will be all in white the dolls too mamma may we carry our parasols i don't think you will need them now girls i will send papa for you at half-past eight i hope you will be little ladies both of you because i particularly want mrs dallas to be fond of you oh we will mamma replied dimple why do you want mrs hardy to like us i have two or three reasons i will tell you when we have more time hurry florence and put on your frock it is nearly half-past four i hear a carriage stopping said dimple running to look out of the window florence florence do hurry rock and his mother are out there in a carriage where are the dolls oh there they are no i have yours she exclaimed excitedly do florence get your hat don't get so excited dimple said her mamma there is no need of such a very great hurry as all that i will go down and you can come you have forgotten your handkerchief it is there on the bureau oh dimple do get me a handkerchief too said florence i don't know what does make me so behindhand perfume florence oh please just a wee drop not too much cologne or violet water which have you cologne then i will take the other now i'm ready do you suppose we are going anywhere it is such a little way to drive only to the house i don't know returned dimple we'll soon see we thought it was so early said mrs hardy that we could take a short drive before tea if these little girls would like it indeed we should said they then help the main rock and they were soon seated driving off in a great style dolls and all meanwhile bubbles sat on the roof waiting for their return as the time passed and they did not come she made desperate efforts to get down but there was no way the tree that shaded the wood-house was just too high to reach and she crept to the edge of the roof making up her mind to jump but when she saw the distance her heart failed her and she went back leave me here all night i suppose she said maybe i'll catch cold and die most wished i would then she heard someone call bubbles bubbles but though she answered no one came it grew later and later the sun went down and the sky sent up little puffs of pink clouds overhead bubbles lay down on her back and looked up at the sky after a while a little star peeped out then disappeared again like a baby saying peep boo angels i reckon thought bubbles suppose i won't git to see them i reckon stealing's awful and she lay there in a very humble frame of mind till she went to sleep i cannot imagine what has become of bubbles said mrs dallas to her husband when he came in i have looked the house over and called her in every room she cannot have followed the children i never knew her to stay away before hasn't sylvie seen her 
not since early in the afternoon. She has looked all over the place. And so she had, but Bubbles asleep on the roof did not hear her, and the lamp of the tree on that side hid her from view. There is no reason of her running off, is there? asked Mr. Dallas. No, unless Dimple has threatened her with the orphan asylum once too often. She has such a horror of it, but I told Dimple not to do so again, and she is not apt to disobey. They sat down to tea, and it was not till an hour later that Bubbles was rescued. Mr. Dallas was walking about, smoking his cigar, when he heard a doleful voice saying, Lordy, Lordy, I am awfully bad. Just as well go to the orphan asylum. I'll die here, plumb sure. He listened, and walked a few steps further. Wished I was a bird. I'd get up in that tree. Wished I had a raven to bring me a supper. Suppose I'll starve and die, too. Bubbles, where are you? called Mr. Dallas. He heard a scrambling overhead, and a delighted reply. Here, sir, here I are. He looked all around, but did not see her. Where are you? he asked again. On the roof, sir. Well, why don't you get down? Ain't no way, sir. Done tuckin' the ladder away. Mr. Dallas found the ladder and put it up, and Bubbles scrambled down. Have you been up there all this time? Yes, sir, said Bubbles, scraping one foot with the bare toes of the other. How came the ladder down? Miss Dimple done did it. What for? Bubbles hung her head and began scrapping the other foot. What for? again asked Mr. Dallas. I done stole, said Bubbles solemnly. And she did it to punish you? Yes, sir. Mr. Dallas could not avoid smiling, but he said, Go along into the house and tell Mrs. Dallas about it. By the way, didn't you see anyone looking for you? No, sir. I was clean tuckered of waiting, and I went to sleep. Specs they came them may be. Well, go along, he said, and Bubbles started for the house, while he went to bring home the girls. End of chapter 5